0: Hey guys, Joey here. Welcome back to Droolish. Let's begin the show. Welcome back to Droolish, episode 21. Can you believe it? And if you're unfamiliar with the show, Droolish is a sleep and relaxation podcast focus on helping you fall asleep, where I discuss generally various topics about things that are probably not too interesting, I'll be honest with you, but interesting enough for me to talk about, and hopefully just not interesting enough for you to just close your eyes, listen to the podcast, and let my yawn-inducing voice just take over. Don't even think about your day, okay, guys? Just let me talk. Let me just talk about random shenanigans, things about me, Generally, I like to mix uh, NFL picks. So if you're waiting for the NFL picks, sorry, uh, that's probably going to be released Thursday morning. This episode is going to be released Wednesday. So I am turning, I'm trying to uh, have a concrete schedule. And I figure uh, recording both episodes the same day and having one released Wednesday and one released Thursday, I think will be more beneficial. Uh, I know for some people uh, that might be, you know, you might like the spacing of, the episodes, uh, you know, for a Tuesday and Thursday. But for me, it's uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather just do all of my recording in a single day and get all the editing out in a single day. Uh, so I'm not going to be, uh, you know, thrown into 20 different directions throughout the week. And at least for me, I, I think it helps with uh, overall just sticking with the schedule. And I know I've been pretty adamant with at least doing one episode a week, and I've been trying to make it a goal to make it two episodes a week. And if you could tell, uh, I, I, just, I, don't, I don't like it when I see too many you know, NFL pick episodes in a row that that turns this into a sleepy NFL pick'em podcast, uh, which I guess it gets the job done. But, you know, I, I find I always find uh, great joy into finding uh, new, new, new things to talk about and to hopefully uh, provide value for you guys that are listening. So uh, we're going to kick it old school this episode. I can't imagine this one being too long. It's going to be around 60 minutes. Uh, Maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, If you've listened to any of my prior episodes, uh, you'll notice I do tend to draw on a lot. And I I do tend to be a little bit long-winded. And and that's perfectly fine. Uh, Especially if you're new to the podcast. The reason why this podcast was created was simply due due to the fact that every single time I would go to a client meeting or I would have a presentation, uh, a lot of people would yawn. And it could just be me being boring. But in the same vein, uh, I also decided to take that upon myself to say, "Why not flip the script and just use my voice? If it's if it's quote unquote that boring, <laughs> uh, use it to help people fall asleep." Makes sense. So here I am, twenty-one episodes later. And uh, to those of you who are listening uh, still, or who are just you know new listeners too, thank you for finding me. Thank you for uh, listening and downloading. You know, what started out as just one download in a couple of days is now turning into like 20 or 30 downloads each episode, which for me, I don't know. I don't know about you, but uh, I, I like to see numbers go up. It's just, it's just the, the inner the inner analytical gambler degen part in me that loves it. So, uh, And if you're unfamiliar with who I am, I'm really just some guy. Uh, I'm just some guy. I do a lot of marketing, some consulting. I like to work with a lot of spreadsheets and numbers. Uh, And I occasionally write, too, on Medium about things that interest me or things that I think can help other people. So uh, you could definitely check me out personally. Uh, My name's on the thing, Joey Montano. So just probably Google that. I'm on Medium. Uh, Also, too, if you're just interested in listening or getting more involved with the podcast or have any questions or want to reach out and uh, offer some feedback. I'd be more than interested to talk more about that. And, uh, you can reach me out, um, or reach me on Twitter, which is twitter.com for forward slash podcast, Facebook. It's also Droolish as well. I keep getting views on my Facebook page, but no one's liking the page, which is fine with me because I'm the only person that's liking it. So, uh, and it's fine. Cause, uh, if you, if you guys listen to prior episodes, I'm not actively trying to promote this, uh, this podcast. It's more of just me talking and hopefully people who are looking for a solution can find it. And I know as a marketer, I should be more active in this. Um, But for me, it's more so it's, it's, it's all about time and dedication. And I would rather just focus on having a good, you know, good recordings, um, getting the process down, making it efficient. And ultimately, you know, once I'm feeling pretty good about podcasts and what I'm doing and where I'm going, with it, uh, I'll, I'll make more of an active approach uh, Until tell them, uh, as you can tell, I'm just going to be talking nonstop. So, um, yeah. So for today's topic, I know we're five minutes in and if you haven't figured it out, this is kind of the point of the podcast. So, uh, if you definitely like hearing the sound of my voice and it helps you go to sleep, you know, very much just keep, uh, keep following, subscribing, comments, you know, I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, and uh, as for YouTube, I've been a little bit behind on my YouTube videos, and that's that's a little bit on me. It's also a little bit on my equipment. I'm only working with a pretty okay-ish laptop, uh, definitely good for recording these episodes and uh, you know doing some minimal editing. I should say minimal, quote unquote, but like you know minimal editing that doesn't require like two hours of rendering uh, the, for the videos that I make. It really is just throwing the audio up and just putting an image on and then throwing some text. And that takes 90 minutes to two hours. And that's not me. To do the edit itself takes five minutes, but the rendering takes two to two and a half hours. And that's the same uh, same computer I use for work. So uh, definitely there are a lot of more negatives to using this computer and trying to write, you know, it, I don't say negatives, I would say it's, it's not a viable solution and considering that many people listening to the podcast on YouTube, uh, you know, I still want to put the episodes out for visibility sake. Um, but unfortunately, I'm probably going to put a hold on that until I upgrade uh, my computer and stuff. Which it, it should be fine because I think like 99.99% of my listeners are not on YouTube uh, listening to the podcast. If you are, uh, let me know, and I will. You know, uh, that'll be inspiration for me too. Uh, you know figure out a solution much faster, but no, no, you know, I'm, I'm also just doing other things too. So uh, yeah, I'm everywhere, but I'm here right now uh, talking. So today's subject, I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, home, let's say, I want to say alternative medicine, but let's say, let's talk about homemade remedies and more so some of the homemade remedies or home remedies slash alt medicine things that I've tried personally in the past. And I'm feeling pretty sad about this because, in hindsight, uh, some of these methods and tactics have gotten pretty popular, uh, and when I tested it, they really weren't as popular, at least online, and a lot of, uh, more and more people are talking about it, or I'm seeing some articles about some of these things, and, and I figure, yeah, you know, why not just talk about these experiences, you know, talk about, one, you know, how to use it, how to do a home remedy for, in, in these three cases, um... Know, fix it, you know, uh, getting rid of a sore throat, kinda, and uh, how to get rid of uh, warts. And then the other one, too, I don't know if you've noticed this, but, uh, or, or actually you can't even see the screen, so, um, but I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but it's called hydrogen peroxide therapy, or something like that, I'm going to say it's therapy, but it's hydrogen peroxide, uh, yeah, maybe therapy? So I'll talk about those three today. And uh, I, for one, I'll say this right now: these, these are all anecdotal evidences. I'm just, uh, most of the stuff was tested probably a decade ago when I had no camera, when I couldn't record all of my stuff on YouTube because that I can guarantee you that, that would be an amazing video. Those would all be you know, amazing videos of like 30 days of testing XYZ. I guarantee you would be like millions, but. Uh, you know, I didn't have that back then, so I had to just test it, record it myself, and just write it down. And, um, you know, a good buddy once told me, Hey, Joey, uh, you really should just start showing people the process and, and what you do, because I think most people actually find value out of that specifically, um, compared to just looking at the end result. Um, you know, I, I, I tend to agree, but again, I think it's more than 50-50. I just think a lot of people prefer both, or one over the other, but you know, I think it's half like one half over half like the other. So, in this case, yeah, we're gonna talk about those those three, and I probably know of a lot more therapy methods that I've tried, like, I'll give you one example, like, I wish I occasionally like to test out those little foot pads, um, those detoxifying foot pads you put before you sleep, that you wrap around your foot, that you wrap around your feet, and it's supposed to, like, suck up all the toxins and whatnot, you know, and I don't know if that works, but generally most of these things are like five dollars to buy and whenever i use it i i tend to use that foot thing whenever i'm actually on a diet and whenever i'm actively getting into shape so you know it's not one of those things where i can definitively say oh yeah i've lost weight because i put something on my foot you know, and, you know I, i've done other things so i can't fully fully attribute that but uh, you know i definitely like to I don't generally like to, but uh, pretty cheap when it comes to, like, more medicine and whatnot, and especially back back around a decade ago when I was trying most of these things, um, because I couldn't afford anything at the time. So, definitely very um, risky uh, at the time. I want to say it's risky, but, like, for at the time when there wasn't enough medical proof, or it was just more of, like, a, you know, like, they called remedy internet talks of uh, people that are successful, so, you know, successful in finding some of these solutions. So, uh, yeah, so the first one I want to talk about is uh, getting rid of a sore throat. So, this method is the cayenne pepper, the the cayenne pepper way of of, of, of alleviating a sore throat. And the reason why I prefer this over salt is because I tried salt in the past when I literally could could not breathe due to a a horrific sore throat back in, in 2010, where I was ne- or Nearly had to go to the hospital uh, And uh, you know, It was just terrible, like that was the first time I actually felt like I was going You know, to die uh, You know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and your throat Kind of feels like it collapses and you try to breathe In and out and nothing, nothing goes It's terrible And, you know, not to talk Too much about the story, I can go into that later But, um But I tried salt first, and it barely did anything for me. Um, And, uh, you know, that was just the initial recommendation. It's like, yeah, just garbled with salt. So, you know, I went and I got some cayenne pepper, and I went online, looked at the information, got cayenne pepper in the the instructions. and said, get about eight ounces of lukewarm water. And just put in about a teaspoon or a tablespoon of cayenne pepper. Honestly, it doesn't matter if you put a little bit more. I uh, probably would put in, maybe two teaspoons of cayenne pepper in lukewarm water, about 8 ounces, and stir it around uh, generally a mug, I, I prefer a mug and just, uh, when you stir it around, some recipes say put garlic and stuff in it and it doesn't really matter but what you do is, you stir it around and you take a few sips of it and you don't necessarily swallow the cayenne pepper what you do is gargle it for about 15 seconds and, uh, you repeat that about three or four times, and you go with 15 seconds, spit it out, and you can convince your mouth if you want. And I do it, about, I'd say do it once every 15 minutes, I recall. So I did it for the first time, and then 15 minutes later, I did it again. You do that, uh, every 15 minutes for I think at least an hour or two, and, uh, the, immediately when I was gargling the cayenne pepper the first time, like, I felt that little burning sensation. Um, and it's not like, you know, when you put it in your mouth, it's going to be insanely spicy. I mean, like, cayenne pepper does have some spice. But when you're gargling it, you're not really, um, you know, having the, the cayenne pepper powder in, in the taste, but it's just in the back. of like the back of your real gargling. So what, what happens is uh, you'll start feeling, like, a burn of the cayenne pepper, but in the same day you'll feel it. it's hard to, it's so hard to explain that it's almost like the feeling the bird like that bird is a good bird because it takes over the, the soreness, the, the pain of the soreness. And it's a, it's a, I don't know, it, it almost feels like the bird is like a way to mask the soreness because like once you swallow the water or not swallow, you can spit, spit out the cayenne pepper and you can rinse, rinse off the route you know, and uh you'll you'll notice the sore throat. Has alleviated just a little bit, and, uh, and the reason why I think you do it every fifteen minutes is because I think it gives you, engage, you some time cover recover and still some time a pepper, and then fifteen minutes later you can go ahead and do it again. Uh, generally, uh, I think it re- recommends. I think it says gargle for sixty seconds. Maybe I said fifteen seconds, but um, gargle between like thirty and sixty seconds. Uh, and you probably should both instructions, but but, but that wasn't um, what I what I recall and you guys definitely google it and I'm literally just a guy that is talking on this and recalling what he's said. so there are definitely more definitive instructions and those are the ones that I had and that was on like a it was literally on a home remedy site so uh, you know around the first hour when I started taking the, the cayenne pepper it started to work uh, like the fourth time I took it I noticed the sore throat was no longer sore it was it felt raw like not like a bad raw but you know that feeling where uh, when your throat's starting to feel better it's not sore but you also don't want to like uh, aggravate it you know it's kind of like that that state now that's what it felt like with the cayenne pepper and um, and to be honest with you the time i took it is around the time when i started to get sick and i was kind of trying to shake this whole throat thing for a week and by the time I got to the plant, I couldn't breathe, and decided, hey, like maybe cayenne pepper is a legitimate choice. Well, I don't have any medical experience, but I do like to like look online and just see if there's any other people that have tried it in the past. So yeah, when I mentioned I looked online at on the Home Remedy site, there were at least I think 200 people that gave that solution a yay, and instead of a nay, which is a no. When I read all the instructions on how to do it, and people just it in, it worked. It worked, and. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know. I I can't explain it, but I, I've used it ever since. But the cayenne pepper actually helped me um, get over it. sickness really really fast because when I was because I felt like I was coming down with something at the time, and I saw my sore throat was starting to happen. But when it reached to that point where I couldn't breathe, um, it just seemed that it just seemed like that whole day or prior to the cayenne pepper. Like like I went from like a seven or eight, you know, okay to about a three. In a, like feeling sick, like in like a few hours um, before like the whole throat thing came. So uh, I definitely noticed that whenever there's a tickle in your throat, and feel free to take this to the bank. Uh, I'm I'm willing to die on a hill for this one. But if you're ever feeling like you have a sore throat uh, or you a tingle, that you might be getting sick. Obviously, for one, you know, take some vitamin C, drink some liquid, That makes sense. But two, uh, definitely get do the cayenne pepper method. Um, It doesn't matter what kind of cayenne pepper you get, just get one or two tablespoons and just gargle that. Uh, 60 seconds, 30 to 60 seconds every 15 minutes for the first hour. Uh, After that, I think you can get away with it I think once every hour depending on how your throat feels. So if your throat still does feel pretty raw and you don't notice that much improvement, keep doing it for about 15 more minutes, maybe for another hour. Um, Ideally, the more times you do it, the pain should start alleviating. And in my experience too, if it's like a real deep, bad, sore throat, what you want to do is uh, while you're gargling the cayenne pepper uh, with water, you just swallow like just a very little bit of it because it'll start going down the throat. Um, not only, but like you'll start feeling it in that specific part. And uh, generally every single time I got sick, uh, which ha- doesn't happen too much these days, luckily, knocking on wood. But whatever uh, I, I take, that uh, I follow the same method that I'm telling you, or at least something reasonable, and I might go online and verify. Um, but uh, I've noticed within one hour I feel a lot better. I'm not saying I feel great, you know, I, if I'm about to feel sick, I feel like I don't. am like I'm not about to be sick again. You know, I'm not about to be jumping for joy, trying to risk it. But you know, it's one of those things where your body knows and. I think I'm assuming everyone that's listening is an adult. If you're not an adult, uh, I would be very confused as to why why a child would be listening to this podcast as a podcast to go to sleep. Although, now, if if you do show this to your kids, or have your kids listen to this, and they fall asleep, then let me know too. Like I'm trying to find different ways, to, trying to find different benefits of this podcast for different audiences. So if this is perfect for ch- children, that's great. Perfect for adults, it's um, also great. Okay, tangents aside, trying to go back on topic. I just love the cayenne pepper um, sore throat uh, solution. I recommended it to my wife too, and she recently started doing that about about a month ago when she was getting sick. And she said the same thing. She said, uh, "You know, I think it's definitely starting to work, uh, and, and it's helping a lot." So, all right. and it was of a couple-day thing. So, like, I, I, I tout that to all my friends. All my friends that would listen to that method uh, actually agree um, that it's a pretty effective method, uh, especially with alternative medicine. I have a good buddy of mine who is a very who's very anal when it comes to, um, or used to be pretty anal when it comes to um, using. Like, like a lot of professional medicine, I can't say like alt medicine, but like a uh, you know, doctor prescribed medicines and whatnot. And uh, and he's certainly kind of uh, he's super, super smart, but he certainly won't uh, listen to every single alternative medicine solution out there. But he's also willing to try new things as long as it makes sense. If you're able to explain the benefits or experiences and have other documentation. So uh, with the with the with the cayenne pepper or sore throat stuff. Um, I don't know, I was able to tell him everything Pretty much what I'm telling you And luckily he's someone who can listen to me for more than 10 minutes without falling asleep So he went ahead and um, tried it himself And came back to me the next day and said Hey, hey Joey, that recommendation Muy bueno, muy bueno uh, <laughs> That's what he said <laughs> So uh, Yeah, I, I can't recommend this one enough uh, I will I will definitely see if I can get the proper link to the to the instructions that I find that I see fit uh, because when I'm looking online I see some that say they add like lemon and they add garlic and you know I could try all those and see which is more effective but that re- would require me to have another sore throat definitely not in the mood to be in a sore throat mood definitely don't want to have a sore throat and certainly don't want to change what what um, has been working for me for years. So, yeah, for you sore throat people, I know winter is coming up. You know, flu season, cold season, uh, doesn't matter. Just uh, keep that in your arsenal. Always keep cayenne pepper in, in your cupboard. Like, you can't, you cannot go wrong. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to add with the cayenne pepper. I was hoping to have like a, big, a, a longer story about why. But realistically, this is a pretty cut and dry story uh, of me just finding the cayenne pepper. Uh, I really wish I had the website that I think it used to be like like home Home Remedy Clinic or something like that. dot com. Uh, they had hundreds of different remedies from like different ailments that you had, and some of them were pretty ridiculous. Uh, but I've but I've also found a couple others that um, I've tried personally, you know, aside from the cayenne pepper and uh, and I will certainly speak to that. And again, I am not a medical professional. I'm pretty sure there are going to be doctors on here that will say, uh, not, "Like Joe, you're a freaking idiot. You're, you're insane. Like I don't know why you do that." Yeah, probably to the three or four people that are listening, probably for their psychology class. I don't know why, but I always have this vision in my head that's like, the couple people are always listening just so they can um, show me up at a classroom and be like, "Hey, look at this idiot." <laughs> um, but. But either way, man, those are listeners, so I'm not going to care. But uh, yeah, uh, moving on to the next item that I recommend for people to use for home remedies. Um, I don't know if you, I would even call this alternative medicine. I mean, technically it is, but then I'm reading I'm reading some other do- um, articles for a couple other home, home remedies, and depending on the doctor and the you know the doctor itself. Uh, some might just say, you know, it's impossible. It's terrible. I'll never consider it. While well, others would say, hey, there are, there is anecdotal evidence, you know, but you know, I don't have any hand, I don't have any case studies, I don't have any medical this, blah blah blah. So I have to recommend X, Y, C versus alternative medicine. You know, which makes sense. Okay, like that. That's an understandable argument um, to say, like, hey, it could work, but we don't have enough. We just don't have enough proof to say it does. Um, and for them, like that's their number one goal is to make sure they have all of their patients feel healthy and probably the most pain-free, you know, uh, you know, uh, safe, safely possible. So uh, nothing really deviates from that, that uh, mindset, when that reason's used. So no, I'm pretty fine, you know. That for me, that that makes sense. Now this one, um, this next one for apple cider vinegar. Yes, I know some of you guys. I love apple cider vinegar. And um, I don't know how many people are specifically listening, but when I say you guys love apple cider vinegar, um, for one, I mean guys and gals and any all those, you know, human beings. Uh, the other part is, uh, you know, I know apple cider vinegar has been known at this point to be almost a a miracle liquid. Uh, and back then it wasn't known as, as that. Uh, It wasn't known as that, but I I should say it wasn't as mainstream in being known as like a well-rounded concoction of of home remedies and you know just every day-to-day stuff. So uh, the top two that I the top two uses that I've used apple cider vinegar for, at least what I read online and I'll talk to you about, is one removing uh, warts, and then two is. kind of cleaning your teeth. You know, I'll explain the process in that. and I don't know. People are going to look at me. You're like, what the fuck? Like, you're putting that... It's like, no, tr- tr- trust me. Trust me. There's a process to this. I'm not just swaggling the, the freaking acidic uh, you know, s- apple cider vinegar. It's like, no, you have to... There's processes. you got to dilute it. It's like, you got to make it safe. Anyway. Number one uh, use for apple cider vinegar that I've used is for uh, removing warps. So... Uh, occasionally, I had this thing in my early 20s and it annoyed me that on my feet, I don't know if you can hear me moving in the background, but on my feet, or like underneath my toes, it's like it's not like a planter's foot, but it was just like on the, on the toe, underside of the toe, or even on the side of the toe, I would just start getting like a wart. And I had like a wart on like a finger too at one point, and on my foot, um, on my toe, and the toes were like the most frequent, like there was like two or three and i don't know why it just popped up for like a year two years i looked online. i saw all the other methods were like hey take like cyber, or chirotherapy or whatever like the freezing technique there's like an acid that they use like it'll shave off the uh, it'll shave off like, the warts over time um, and then they're like oh freeze it i never mentioned that but like put tape over it and all these things and none of it just seemed to make any sense Especially with like the documents, like the only one that made sense, probably outside of the alternative medicine one, was like the f- like the freezing one, where you can go online or in Walgreens, and there's like a cream or something you put on. And I'm looking, and I just I just see nothing nothing in regards to you know, guar- you know I would say guarantee of of the warp being God. It just says yeah, you know, over a few weeks or a couple months, it's just gonna go away. And yeah, I guess you no. Know, I guess if I followed the instructions and did all that, it would it would have gone away over months. But maybe maybe I was just super ambitious. Maybe I was just super annoyed that I had had freaking warts for about a year and did nothing to get rid of it, and it's going to take me X amount, you know, like three more months to get rid of it. I wasn't about that life. So when I ran into apple cider vinegar as a way to get rid of warts, uh, it kind of blew my mind because um, all you had to do, at least the instructions, so. Get a pen and paper if you, or look online. But the instructions to use apple cider vinegar to get rid of warts is you have to one grab a cotton ball, like this doesn't matter. Just get a cotton ball, and then two definitely get the apple cider vinegar. Uh, you can get that anywhere in a grocery store. It's in every grocery store at this point. And if it's not, then you definitely should move to a different city and town because that's terrible. You, you need apple cider vinegar, apple cider vinegar in your in your life. <laughs> um three. Uh get some tape. Uh this tape could be packing tape, it could be like scotch tape. But essentially you want tape or maybe a bandage too, but something that's an adhesive that you can wrap around um the the cotton with. So what what you do is you find the spot. For me it was since it was around my toe. Uh I just I dip I uh, put the cotton ball, like, on the edge of the apple cider vinegar bottle. I put, you know, put the bottle upside down so some of the liquid would seep into the cotton ball. And then once that cotton ball got a little bit wet, uh, it does stink. Like, I hate the smell. I absolutely hate the smell of apple cider vinegar. Um, but the fact that I'm still recommending this means it's really good. There, it doesn't work. It's wet. But you get the, um, you get the apple cider drenched uh, cotton ball. And, oh, before I say that too, you all, I recommend getting a Vaseline. Um, that was also mentioned. The instructions: um, you want to get vaseline and put it around the areas of of the wart. So you don't put it on the wart; you just put it around the wart. Because when you um, put the apple cider vinegar over the wart, so yeah, you know, when you get the when you get the cotton ball, you put the apple cider vinegar on the cotton ball, and then you put the cotton ball on the wart. And that wart should be protected, or, or and, and the skin around the wart should be protected by an adhesive, or sorry, uh, not adhesive. Um, uh, crap, I totally forgot what it was called. <laughs> um, like, petroleum jelly. Yeah. Yeah, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, any sort of petroleum jelly or any... Yeah. And um, and I don't think it's going to be a bad thing if you don't have petroleum jelly. It just, I think it makes your skin a little bit more wrinkly. Um, so, just protect your skin. And what it does is the apple cider vinegar, whatever is going on in the acid, and there's a lot of science behind it, and I'm not about to go through that. Uh, I mean, it could. It could. It is my podcast. Um, but I'm not today. Um, essentially, yeah, I think, so. I think what it does is the chemical compounds in the apple cider vinegar uh, actually go and just destroy it, like whatever the compounds or the cell structure of that wort specifically. And I guess the cell structure of a wort and how that's made is a little bit different than the, than the skin itself. So while it doesn't, I don't believe does any damage to the skin, it will certainly work on um, making the wart, like destroying the wart. And by by destroy the wart, I mean okay. So going back to the instructions, and I know I'm all over the place. Uh, so when you get your apple cider vinegar, you get the cotton ball, you put the Vaseline around your around your skin, uh, and or, you know around the wart you put the cotton ball, you tape, you put the bandage or the tape uh, over the area of the cotton ball, that's over the wart. Uh, You do this, I would say, before you go to sleep because you want to have at least 8 hours. And some people say you can do it for 24 hours. For me, I like to do the 8 hours because it's convenient, it's when you sleep. Um, You don't have to smell like apple cider vinegar outside or anywhere because the smell is pretty terrible. Um, But once you wake up, just take off the Bandage the cotton ball, and they throw it away, and you'll notice the wart on your toe or wherever it's placed. And this only works apparently for certain types of warts, so I don't know if it works or anything. everything. Um, but you know, I, I noticed the wart itself um, like grew in size. So, this is not like a bad growth, it's like one of those um, like it was like a discolored part, Like it was like more white and like poofy, like, like this, like the wart tissue was uh, starting to like break down. And that's a good sign, because one, if you have your own wart, you probably know it's like the wart itself, you can probably, you can, you can, the wart itself doesn't really hurt, it just feels like nobody's skin. Um, And it's the same thing with apple cider vinegar, it doesn't really hurt. So, your wart will just be a little bit white or whatever, and just let that, you know, let your foot do its thing throughout the day, it's, you know, and, uh, and the nighttime, you follow the same process. Now, I noticed, this is me personally testing this. I noticed if I just did that over and over again, um, about a week, uh, the wart would uh, eventually like you'll see that big white piece of skin, like that wart skin, um, would magically overnight or like if you keep doing it, will just deflate and it would either just be destroyed or or the bump will almost just go away and then your skin will kind of just, like it creates a weird like dead skin color and you can like scrape it off, but. Um, it does flatten out, so like the wart will eventually just kind of just deflate and just turn into a dot. Um, it still takes a few days for that to get removed, and you can scrape it off. Um, but that, like I said, that takes about a week. It could be, take about two weeks, um, that's, which is a lot faster than I've seen elsewhere where they say it could be a couple months. Um, but if you wanted to expedite that, and I said I tested this uh, on, a, on a different warp is you still do the same thing the first night, maybe the second night. You know, you know, cut the apple cider vinegar for the war for eight hours while you sleep. Uh, sorry, apple cider cotton ball. I have to make that clear, because I know some people are going to assume you just pour it, pour the apple cider vinegar. Don't do that. That's pure liquid. You want just to have the cut nicely, nicely cover the skin and have it, you know, be sponge. You yeah, know, sponge it in. But after the first night, make sure you do that. Um, but once you notice drink war is white, uh, and, like, a little bit, like, bloated, uh, I recommend getting, uh, you don't have to do this, this is what I did. I recommend getting, like, just a needle, or something like that, and just poke, I recommend just poking, kind of, like, um, like, the top of the wart, and again, it probably won't hurt, um, at least for me, it, it never did, and poke the top, and then probably see if there's a root on the side, like that's kind of near, like the root of the wart, which is obviously in the pot, like attached to your skin. But see if you're able to poke a spot, like with the needle. Doesn't have to, you don't have to like break the skin or like try to make yourself bleed. It's just, just poke it and just see how it feels. Uh, but when you poke it, I notice that whatever, virus, like tissue or skin tissue, um, that's part of the root, like I guess part of the wart itself. Um, um, you expose that a little bit more and it's probably nearly at least I try like it's I don't think I could have done that with the wart um like standalone if I did have any apple cider vinegar on it but um but after like the first or second day like when you notice it's like big white poofy um you can poke like just a needle in it it doesn't have to break the skin but just poke enough to where um I don't know it, it's hard to explain just poke just give it a poke with a needle and it, just, try, just try to break a little bit of the, the wart skin. Not like your main skin skin, because your body will know the difference. Um, but it will know. Trust, trust me. Uh, when, you, when you miss the wart, you're poking your skin that you feel and it hurts. So you, you know. But once you do that, uh, again, go back to your regimen of the apple cider vinegar and putting it, you know, over the wart over the night. But once you do that, I'm sorry, my thing rose. Once that's done, I believe because of the fact that like, there's like a little hole or something that was pin- like that was poked into the wort, uh, the next time you do the apple cider vinegar, I believe the acid, the vinegar, um, just goes into the wort and it's no longer surface level. It kind of just digs deeper into the root of the wort and I swear like by day three, day four, that wort sucker is gone. So... Uh, so take that for what it's worth. Obviously, I was way younger back then, and I'm only telling you what worked for me back then. Um, I'm telling you the expedited version of getting that done, uh, just poking the whole work after day one or day two. Um, and I can only speak for myself. Now, you can, you can go online and definitely check out other sources and other people that have talked about it, and their experiences and what they've done, and I recommend doing a solution that has one, worked for them. And uh, two. Probably has worked for other people using the same method. Uh, and three, definitely just go not use test. Like they like most of these people just test it. Um, they start small. And because, you know, it's uh I mean at this point outside of Randy it makes sense. Like people do have to use that for a lot of uh, you know a lot of uses. So uh, you know, you can never be too sure, and they always say, yeah, I'll always check out a doctor and do that, and, he, and yes, do that, always talk to a doctor um, before you do any of these things, uh, especially, I don't know, if you're older, I'm assuming, uh, I don't know why I have to see a lot older folks, but I'm getting older too, and you know, my body is not the same as it was 10 years ago, so um, definitely, um, it's always moving forward for me. If I ever have a wart again, I haven't had a wart in about seven years, eight years now. Uh, at least I'm knocking on the wood if it doesn't come back. But, uh, if I have, if I were to ever have a wart again, I would definitely stick to the apple cider vinegar. Uh, another good use for the apple cider vinegar that I've used uh, personally is uh, it is mainly used as a mix to lose a little bit of weight in, like, pair of sinuses just a little bit so what you do, you um, know, this is kind of more of, like, a, a bonus remedy thing. Because, uh, like, I don't know, it's, like, a, it has, like, a lot of potential benefits from what I've read. It's that you just put, like, a drop or two of apple cider vinegar in some water, stir it about and drink it. Because um, it's not too acidic when you put a drop of it. Like, if you drink the whole apple cider vinegar it's freaking acidic. But putting one of it with water is so diluted it's um, I think they call it, like, an appleizer. Um, to where it just evens out, like, some of the pro Like, I don't know, it makes the body function a little bit better. But, uh, my big thing with it is, uh, even if you just put a drop in and you just swish it around your mouth, uh, some of the plaque that you had on your teeth just, um, uh, actually just uh, disintegrates a little bit more. Uh, plaque or tartar, too. One of those. The hard inversion. Uh, back then when my teeth were terrible. Uh, yeah. well, that's another side story. My, my... Their multi-year journey of having like six cavities in going to zero and staying at zero for the last several years so that's good but yeah, like I said back then uh, back then my, my teeth worked I, I, I didn't have top top teeth care if um, yeah, yeah you can talk about it now it's terrible but uh, but that's also a pretty good use too is uh, get some like I said just get a drop or two you know, put it in some water it doesn't matter the type of water Push it around, uh, and yeah, I noticed it was gone. Um, definitely looked more about that up because I don't recommend anything more than a drop. Uh, because, like I said, those things could be pretty acidic. Like we just had the drop of the apple cider vinegar all by itself. Um, I'm pretty sure that's still like pretty acidic. You know, kind of like having like lemon juice or something like that that like can burn. So um, put it in water, and just like you know. You, people don't like eating lemon juice straight up, can, but they have, to sweeten, they have to sweeten it up, they have to dilute it a little bit. That's the same thing with apple cider vinegar. Um, generally good across the board, uh, you just have to find the practical use for it. That said, there is one last method, uh, or sorry, home that, home remedy thing that I've tried slash tested, and this one is a little bit more controversial and i want say controversial in the sense of uh the other two might be a little bit more known uh, I, don't, I don't think they're wide, like widely known for their practical uses at least the ones that i mentioned um but this one i've used uh mainly i'll tell you, i'll tell the story behind it uh and and i'll let you guys decide and i'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you my results and this one like i said, like i said i'm not a medical professional at this point this last one like You can clearly tell I'm just the guy who just likes to test a lot of things and I just like to talk about a lot of things. Hopefully it's uh, engaging enough. Uh, Not too engaging, though. But this last one is, uh, they call it the Hydrogen Peroxide Therapy. Uh, And what this is, is, I think it's better suited in the the form of a story. So, uh, So this is something that I was introduced to back in 2011. And I've tested this in late 2011, early 2012, and I stopped. And I initially heard about this because a coworker, he came into the office and he was telling me he was lost about, like, 15 pounds. Um, his, like, vision's got a little bit better. He's able to think a little bit faster, you know, a couple of these things. And I was like, oh, cool, like, what have you been doing? And he says, well, you know, I've been just drinking this water and it has uh, hydrogen peroxide in it. And me and my buddy were looking and we said, you know, like, what? Are you serious? That seems off. And he says, no, no, no. He's like, um, there's a book out and there's a couple of things I've seen online and a few testimonials where what you do, like, where your body um, feeds on, you know, hydrogen and oxygen. You know? But, um, but H H2, what h 20 does, and I'm only quoting him. I'm not speaking. I'm not speaking for myself here. But um, we, he said, but the H2O2 does. It, is, it just helps their body, the H2O, like the natural parts, help your body run more efficiently, and then all the generally bad things that are in your inside, um, don't. Okay? Like, it just, it, 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 like, destroys, like, more of the bad bad cells, or bad whatever. I was very skeptical, and obviously you could tell I'm not, I'm not describing this very thoroughly because, um, because, well, clearly I ended it for a reason. So, uh, But I did read up online about this, and there was a lot more to it. So um, it wasn't just the hydrogen peroxide itself that people are like drinking or they're mixing with water or along these lines. Um, apparently this book uh, talks about different ways of using... And this is the book that, that Michael Wicker mentioned, I mean, why he was using the hydrogen peroxide. Is that the book mentioned? The like different different uses for it and one of the uses it it mentioned was um like getting rid of the sinus like chest congestion um and by doing that is you know just for some and this was um for like 35 food grade so this is 35 food grade hydrogen peroxide which is different than any other hydrogen peroxide um out there. Uh, the difference between food grade and not food grade is that the food grade can actually be used for digestion specifically and I think it's gone through the process to where that like, we can do some of the things um, you know responsibly. So uh, when I read up on that online the whole thirty five percent thing grade thing cost like thirty bucks at some alternative health store. I had to drive all the way somewhere in like the ghettos of Las Vegas it was next to a little Caesars and like some on pop shop. They had it. They were the only place in town that had it, which seems crazy in the city of Vegas back then. And or at least that part of town I don't want to drive anything else out. Um do anything like else kidding no I'm a, I'm one. I'm one. Uh, I'm a, uh I don't want to completely offend. Actually I should want to a I did. But uh, I ended up getting you know I ended up buying the bottle and you have to freeze it because it stays cold forever so you want to make sure it's good but um, essentially people say oh you know you're people you're just swigging um, you know 35% grade so you do and it's, it's like, like the apple cider vinegar it's a no that, that has to be used specifically um, as something you put mixed with water or something that's still to where it's, to where it's not as ridiculous and, you know, and even in stores, you see that as well. You see like a 1% or 3% hydrogen peroxide. It's literally the same as the 35% grade, but it's just... There's just a lot more H12. Uh, H- well, yeah, that that's the only difference. So, the whole idea is you want to get food grade version, so you can actually, you know, tip, put a drop in and drink it a day, but uh, I tried that. Um, did I tried that for a few days. Um, it started tasting terrible, so I, I had to stop. Uh, but when I did put like one, one drop and then drank like I think 16 ounces, um, I did it for, for about a week. And I did notice a little bit of my chest congestion uh, at the time. And I did have like some like chest pains, and I think it was just indigestion uh, back then. But those, those two, after the first week, uh, did go away. Uh, I can't contribute that specifically to the whole hydrogen peroxide, but the timing was pretty impeccable. Um, I also had this big um, issue with kind of just my sinuses too, um, that I couldn't shake for about a couple months. And it, I don't know, it just it was just something that I couldn't shake. And one of the suggestions in the book said, you know, if you wanted to, I, I believe this is for chest congestions or just get like a whole body, I don't know, like a whole body treatment, like feeling good, um, is that you pour just like a cup, or maybe not even a cup, just something small amount of the 35% grade. Into, into a tub, a tub, of water, so, um, so make it like super distilled. I mean, yeah. yeah, throw it into a tub of water, and then just, um, well, some people said like bathe in it. Um, my suggest this, I think, suggestion said just like have it hot, and then just kind of um, breathe in like the, like the air or something like that. And that was probably the first time in my life where I had like a pretty terrible, like, I don't know if it's a sinus, something was up with my sinus because I couldn't breathe that well for like the couple, those couple of weeks. But just being in like a, like a hot tub or being near a hot tub with that mix, like I said, a very light mix. It's not, it's not supposed to be like poisonous or anything. So, a very diluted mix. I immediately felt my, my chest like loosen up and. I, it got rid of whatever I had. So, those were the only two, like, specific uses, actually the bathing thing was like the only big, or the smelling the bath thing was the only major use I, I had for it. And I did what my, my co-worker did um, at the time, too, which was, you know, put that drop in and drink it as well. And when I drank the hydrogen peroxide mix, it, like I said, I tasted exactly like the or, you know, the water composition wasn't, the, like, it was exactly the same, you know, it didn't I didn't notice anything different, there wasn't any burning when I drank, you know, it wasn't anything like you would ever hear, like, about those horror stories online, um, mainly because those horror stories involve people actually drinking the 35% grade and instead of putting a very small amount and diluting it, which is, like, makes it, like, 1 100th or 1 1,000th as weak compared to uh, the peroxide itself, like the 35% grade, so uh, but I, I did try the thing every day for about two or three weeks. Uh, I drank 16 ounces with, like, one drop in, and I worked my way up to, like, think like four or five drops a day. And the only thing I remember is that, like, I, there weren't any real negative effects, but the taste of it was insanely horrible. Like, I don't know, I just felt like cotton candy died on me. Like like rotten cotton candy, which I don't know if that even sounds bad, but it's, it, I can't even think of the taste, and the taste was so unbearable. Um, but like I said, for my whole sinuses and like something like that, I got rid of it. And when I did drink it for that week, uh, some of the chest congestion that I had too on top of it um, was gone. And these these are problems that were that have been a, that, that were allevi- or Sorry, that were existing um, months prior to a couple months, and you know it felt like it was nothing major. Either you know when you kind of feel like you you've lost a step or maybe there's like some chest congestion or something, Um, you kind of just hope that you can power through it, your body will heal itself. Um, But that was one of those things where uh, I don't know. It felt like my body should have recovered a little bit longer, or faster. Um, But uh, you know, figure I'll give give something else to try. Obviously, I'm not going to be a pioneer in trying something as ridiculous as hydrogen peroxide. Even though I don't know, some of you could probably make the case that. Um, the apple cider vinegar and the cayenne pepper could be as ridiculous but generally I don't like I, I really don't like um, drinking a lot of acidic things into my body um, pure acidic things without having a distilled the only exception of course is lemons because I freaking love lemons Um I'm pretty sure my teeth will just be turning into nubs at some point if I continue to eat lemons flat out but man I love lemons that's it. Um, those were the main things that I really wanted to talk about. h 20 O two therapy, and those are the things that I've done. Uh, obviously, you know, obviously, I, I think uh, you guys do not have to do any of these. These are just stories that I've. These are stories and things that I've tried. I've always tried to do different alternative things, always at small capacities. And as much as I'd like to talk about yoloing and everything else, actually, I really don't. But but my whole background is usually. Um, poker you know doing like doing things um i work with myself you know i do all these things that that aren't really uh you know uh, the <coughs> I, I tend to do these things that are generally off the beam path i should say uh, so uh and that's fine i think there are people out there that need to be doing that uh, you know i'm not going to be the certain um one leader that will pioneer some weird or crazy solution like using hydrogen peroxide I don't think I'll be able to figure that stuff out but I would certainly be one to um, be an early adopter if you know if you're able to present the facts if you know the person's able to bring the hype and also provide value and in this case the value is making me feel better if it's just solving a problem and in these cases I was sick I'm just a little bit sick and those those methods help me and they still do uh, not so much the H2 therapy one but um, that one i know for a fact is going to have a lot of uh, ridicule online and a lot of mixed results a lot of the people that um, have tried it um, do say it seems to work and a lot of the people that don't try it say it doesn't and it sounds stupid Um, but it just seems like at at the end of the day there's just not enough people willing to try it and not enough willing people to um even care about it yet and that's fine um because i don't know uh I don't want to say I don't know, but uh, it's it's mainly, uh, I don't know, I feel like there are are older solutions out there for many things, um, more common things, I should say. You know, you get chest congestion, I guess I could have taken Mucinex back then, but uh, I don't know why I didn't. Uh, But, uh, you know, I don't know, I I just feel, I just feel weird just doing the same old stuff that everyone else does like i'd rather just focus on more niche things that um i don't know that the people that who are like me can find me and relate to me that if that makes sense i rather have i rather just create things and and have those people show up and and i just have to do what i can to keep putting my stuff out there you know it's a mix you know i can't i can't be found or discovered or find people who think like me if i do nothing um, even if I just, even if I don't post anything online, like it's, I'm not doing anything, um, I might be recording, but I'm not sharing it to the world. It's, you know, I'm not going to find, um, similar minded people. So, uh, that's kind of the biggest reason why I'm, I'm at this point, if you hear me talk, uh, you know, I, I still create this podcast. It, it's both one, you know, hopefully provides a benefit for some of you guys who are still trying to sleep. Uh, and if you are still listening, uh, hopefully this is, oh man, I, hopefully you're falling asleep because I know my mind can be a whirlwind in a given moment, um, and uh, and just being able to follow me just de- you know definitely can seem like a chore. If I'm not gonna lie, which is why, like I said, I always encourage you guys just to not even bother. Just like just let my voice talk, let me talk. Just let me talk. You don't even have to listen. You know, obviously, it's even though it's I like to joke, it's always my podcast, and I do what I want. You guys, it's also, you're a listener. You can do what you want. You don't have to listen either. Um, But maybe you're off into dreamland. Maybe I should speak a little bit slower. Uh, I actually am getting close to the 60-minute mark, which makes me feel pretty good in regards to timing. Um, In case you guys are curious, the next episode, generally, is uh, NFL Pick'ems. And I am not too bad at that if I don't, if I, you know, if I, if I, like the, you say so myself, I should say. Yeah, that's weird. But, uh, yeah, I, I do a lot of the NFL picks. Um, obviously, if you like this type of show, sorry, this type of style of show where it's more long winded and I talk about these things, I recommend listening to these ones. Um, the other ones, I, I'm not as long winded for the pickums, uh, mainly because I do a lot of the research uh, prior to the episodes being shown. And I did some research here. Um, but this is more of like an anecdotal episode where I'm recalling a lot of things that I that I'm talking about and telling you my results. Um, unfortunately, if I did record the res- if I did document everything back in like tw- 2010, 2012, um, I should say, yeah, I didn't do it back then. I and mean, if I did, I probably would be able to speak to this more firmly, but uh, I'm not. And and for the football picks, uh, you'll probably notice the pace is going to be a little bit more faster. Uh, I'm probably not going to have as many draws as much. And I want to let you guys know, just in case, you know, I know I've been getting more downloads and I think it's something that I really should start addressing to um, the audience. So, uh, yeah, definitely. If you like these types of, uh, episodes, let me know seriously. And, If you like the more faster, slightly faster paced episodes where there's more condensed segments, let me know that too. Uh, I'm always trying to work my ways to improve. Um, The thing is, especially with this podcast is that what I'm doing is I'm trying to intentionally not try to hype up a lot of things. I'm just trying to keep a certain interest involved and then hopefully have people trail off and go to sleep. So engagement is at least how I see it is important early on and getting like some interest in, and then just veering off. Uh, cause I don't know. I noticed that tends to work in real life for me. So I'm hoping that can help you guys as well. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about the podcast specifically on an episode. That's not really about the podcast. Um, that might be another episode later on, maybe, maybe next week's episode. It's been a while since I did that. Um, Again, uh, contact me. You have me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, uh, forward slash Drulish Podcast. Facebook, uh, type in Drulish. Uh, you can also email me to at uh, drulishpodcast.gmail.com. It's also drulish.com. You can contact me there. I'm everywhere. Uh, and I might not be able to get to most of these responses in a certain time frame. Uh, that's because I'm just kind of slow. Um, I always say certain time frame. I mean like within a day. But but yeah, I definitely always appreciate those that have listened, uh, those that send me feedback, uh, and yeah, and I don't know, I just I just appreciate the uh, I don't know the downloads. <laughs> I, you know, it sounds like so shorthanded, but but I mean to me those are those are signs that there, there's interest. So I don't know, that makes me feel that makes me feel pretty good that at least I'm I'm creating content that is hopefully going in the right direction. And I just got to keep putting uh, the content out, and hopefully I can keep providing value. And hopefully you guys are sleeping right now. So, uh, droolish, droolish nation, <laughs> I guess for now you, can, uh, you guys can have a good night and dream easy.